Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sports talk. Guess what? Fantasy football season is here. You have a draft this weekend. You have a draft next weekend. It's crunch time for you, and we're going to help you get ready for your draft. A lot of discussion on that today. Of course, follow us on Twitter at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. Davis, great to be back with you once again here on this Thursday. We got preseason football coming uh, this way on Friday night. I know that you just had a big main event draft too, and I guess I got to start really what we would call hunkering down here in Florida and, and get ready for my draft. I got drafts coming up all over the place. It's it's go time. It's really time to start putting the money where the mouth is at this point. Yeah, you know, you better get you better get in that bunker. You better buy your, your fantasy football magazines and uh, you know get your get your coffee, get your water and and get down there in front of your nice new bookshelves and uh, be ready to do your fantasy football drafts cuz generally speaking I would say this weekend is is really the big weekend for fantasy football drafts. I mean, most people probably are either having their draft, you know, this weekend or then especially Labor Day weekend is, uh, you know, I, I would imagine most people watching this either have a draft this weekend or Labor Day weekend for sure. Uh, yes, and then I'm I'm sorting those sort of things out. My buddy on the Phillies reached out to me yesterday and it's like, I, we got to get ready here. We got a draft coming up. I'm like, don't worry. We got this. T- t- I got Davis Maddock right here by my side all season long. We cannot go wrong last year. How can you possibly in a 15 team league draft DK Metcalf and not have a good year last year? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I must've went wrong somewhere. My favorite guy turned out to be great. Uh, by the way, before we get to our headlines, for those of you who watch the show every single day, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you see the new background uh, here for me. It's uh, it's been basically two years of of doing shows here on Sports Grid with the virtual uh, background, and uh, and we've switched here a little bit. Uh, True Story used to do a television show on Fox Sports, and um, you know we, we part of the show was doing college football predictions, and as part of that, 15 years ago, took all the helmets that we had for the show when the show ended after 10 years, we were on the air. And they're like, does anybody want these helmets? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take them. So took them to, to storage, bundled them all up, thought maybe they'd come to use one day. And here we are on, on fantasy sports today. So I'm all in on college football, as you can see, this year. Okay, here are our headlines. Uh, enough nonsense here on the show. Uh, Shohei Otani ended up losing to the Orioles. Does that read right to you? I don't know, but it's true. 
as their losing streak comes to an end. Miami's eight-game losing streak came to an end yesterday, by the way. Uh, Edward Cabrera pitched for them. The rookie did very well. Dodgers win a thriller over the Padres. That game ended a few hours ago. 16-inning game, longest longest extra inning game since they started putting the man on second base to start extra innings. Boy, Robbie Ray, that would have been a good Cy Young bet at the beginning of the season. I know Davis liked him quite a bit. 14 strikeouts yesterday, and he leads the American League. Panthers send Denzel Perryman, former University of Miami Hurricane, to the Las Vegas Raiders. And Davis, perhaps the biggest story of them all, just came down about an hour ago. Ryan Tannehill placed on the COVID-19 list. The good news is that the season doesn't start for a couple of weeks. The bad news is we're starting to get a feel as to what could happen if anyone goes on the COVID-19 list days before an NFL game. They're not going to play. Nope, they are not going to play. And, uh, you know, for unvaccinated players, it is going to be uh, basically if you come in contact with someone who tests positive during the week as an unvaccinated player, you're not going to be allowed to play because the way that the protocol has it stated is that you have to remain in the testing protocol for five days. Doesn't matter. Uh, you know, Ryan Tannehill could test negative for COVID five days in a row. Doesn't matter if you're not vaccinated. You are, and and you had a close contact. You were not coming back to practice. You're not playing in a game. I, I have a very important question for you, though. How in the heck did uh, an extra inning game go 16 innings, given the new rules? Like, like, like. I mean, at, at a certain point, you got to start like bunting guys over. Like, were you watching this game? Were you following this? How is it possible that that game lasted 16 innings? Yeah, they they based they you know they tried bunting. I didn't see the game. I just saw the you know, the kind of the recap of, as to what happened. It basically went like one inning they tried to bunt, one inning they didn't try. Then they went back to it, and then they didn't. And it just kind of went back and forth and back and forth. Like, really, no rhyme or reason to it. It just situational hitting Davis did not come through. I, I, I think I've seen a 12-inning game uh, with this happening with just, just super bad luck for both teams. But, yeah, like, it's it's kind of unthinkable. And, by the way, they're doing away with this after the season. So uh, we're going to be going back to 16-inning games again in Major League Baseball. And uh, don't like that very much, being at the games and covering the games for sure. No doubt about that. And, Davis, the Orioles streak is over. They won a game, right? They won a game, and unfortunately they won a game against Shohei Otani because the other day I said that I just bet him to win the Cy Young. Obviously he would have needed to mow down the Baltimore Orioles in order to win the right. Cy Young. I think Ray's probably going to win it now. Um, you know, again, good for him. I, I love Robbie Ray. Uh, I, I have a, I have a question to you as we go here to break, how did they determine the guy who runs on second? Is it just like the guy who went up to batter? Do you get a pick whoever you want to go be the runner on second? Yeah. In the, in the American league, it's the batter who made the last out goes to second base. And in the national league, it's the same rule except for if it's the pitcher and then you take the guy before the pitcher for, for, uh, for extra innings, if you want to. You can do that. So, yes, it's whoever made the last out. That's basically the deal. All right. We'll take a quick break here on Fantasy Sports Today. Davis threw down, it looks like here, a couple Gs to try to win $500,000 in the NFBC main event. NFFC main event, excuse me. And we'll see what we took.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Great to be with you here on this Thursday. A quick reminder, a little bit later in the show, Jojo Pizapia is going to join us, give you a preview of our show coming up this Sunday morning. And it is Matt Stryker, myself, and Joe every Sunday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., getting you ready for the fantasy football season. And then once the season begins, it's fantasy football game day. So hopefully you guys can be along for the ride coming up this Sunday. But for now, when I look at drafts, I look at people who spend money. And I look at people who have stake in the game when it comes to betting, when it comes to fantasy. Otherwise, what is it? It's just noise. Now, Davis is one that puts money where his mouth is. And so after spending almost two grand to try to win 50, call me compelled to see, Davis, who you ended up taking in your main uh, main event draft. So let's start with the strategy as to how it played out. And then let's take a look at the team that you got. Yeah, so we were drafting from the third overall pick. This is on the uh, FFPC website uh, in their main event contest, $1,900 to enter. Uh, You get uh, $4,000 for winning your league, $4,000 for winning your league's playoffs, and an additional $2,000 if you score the most points in your league. And then it's also an overall tournament, similar to other ones we've talked about on the show, where first place is half a million dollars. So you definitely want to win your league, but of course you would love to win half a million dollars. Our strategy was we knew we wanted to leave the first two rounds with one elite running back and one elite tight end. The the FFPC platform is 1.5 PPR for tight end. So a hundred receptions for Travis Kelsey, for Darren Waller, for George Kittle, you know, et cetera, et cetera. 
that is going to be a huge advantage even over wide receivers who have you know similar numbers right so we were picking third overall we knew our choice was either going to be travis kelsey or dalvin cook dalvin mm-hmm. cook went at the second pick so we took travis kelsey and we thought all right well we can basically ignore the tight end position for the rest of the draft then it just kind of became a waiting game because when you're picking at the back end in the second round you're kind of at the mercy of the room does the room decide all right we're going to take all the running backs we're going to leave you with nothing you have to take a wide receiver or do we get the guy that we wanted we were we did a you know a conference call before the draft and we said a perfect start would be kelsey and mixon we were able to get mixon at the 210 so the draft started pretty much exactly how we wanted and then craig you know me well enough by now then the mo was just get me wide receivers get me lots and lots of wide receivers yeah and it's interesting because you taking kelsey it just drives home the point more in a conversation that i was having yesterday uh again with my buddy on the phillies where what what is the strategy going into this thing and and i and i basically am like i'm on team davis here i'm like well we're gonna get a lot of good receivers and we're also going to get one of the best three tight ends. And we're just going to have to figure out running back later on. It just it just really seems that you got to go for sure things in fantasy these days. I mean, I, I used to love the two running back theory, but my gosh, it's just it's busted me every year. I'm just not doing it again this year. All right. So let's focus in on quarterbacks. You've heard Davis talk about several quarterbacks he likes here on the show. But let's be honest, none more than Jalen Hurts, dating back eight months of doing the show. Uh, and it, it ended up Jalen Hurts is going to be your QB1. And uh, Justin Fields, you'll wait on a little bit. And hopefully week two, who knows, maybe week one, he ends up being your guy on the FanDuel Sportsbook. I don't know if they have odds for this yet, but yet, but I'd put a total on, on uh, Fields when he starts that first game. Probably, honestly, at two and a half. I I don't see this going longer than two games. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. So the way that we drafted our team, we could have taken Dak Prescott in the seventh round, right? Pretty good value on on Dak Prescott there. But we only had three wide receivers at that point. So what we decided was, you know what? Let's take Devonta Smith. Let's get Devonta Smith, you know, first round pick for the Philadelphia Eagles. And and we knew we'd be able to get Hurts. We knew we'd be able to get Hurts at a price tag that we liked. That's exactly what happened. Um, you know, I love Jalen Hurts. I am less enamored with his fantasy football potential this season just because of the Deshaun Watson reports. You know, if they obviously if they do trade for Deshaun Watson, Jalen Hurts right. is riding the pine. But then you also can kind of infer from an organizational level that if they want to trade for Deshaun Watson, pay that huge price tag, pay that huge contract. Well, the thing that you can infer is that as an organization, they are not as into Jalen Hurts as, you know, trading away Carson Wentz would make it seem. And then, of course, everyone has heard me talk up and down about Justin Fields. I think he's the perfect second quarterback in this format. You can drop him if you need to, but again, I do think he's going to start pretty quick, and I also think he's going to be very good, and it gives us a little bit of cover if the Deshaun Watson trade does happen. We drop Jalen Hurts. We have Fields there to have our back. Yeah, and and I look, I mean, these are the guys you've been talking about, so this is no surprise. Now, running back, I got to say, is a little bit of a surprise here, honestly, because you know, you don't spend too much time focusing on these guys, at least on the show. It's kind of like you you just take who you feel is the best available in that spot. So going through it, I see Joe Mixon here. I haven't heard a lot of Joe Mixon from you. 
in the draft season. Yes, Trey Sermon, you have mentioned him quite a bit. Kenyon Drake, Naheem Hines, James White, who you've mentioned a bit. And honestly, I have no idea what team Ty Johnson is on this year, Davis, so you'll have to tell me. So, so those are the running backs going into the season. Well, Ty Johnson is basically the New York Jets answer to James White. He is going to be their primary third down back. And I actually think Ty Johnson is kind of an explosive, interesting player. So I, I, I like taking him pretty late in these drafts. You're right. I don't talk a ton about Joe Mixon because I prefer, obviously, Antonio Gibson. I prefer Jonathan Taylor. I prefer Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And a lot of the times... In most drafts, you're actually not being forced to make that decision or you're not being left with Joe Mixon. But in this specific draft, all those guys I just mentioned went before. This was a super running back heavy draft. If you go to my Twitter profile, you can see the draft board for this draft. And we took Mixon as the 14th running back off the board with the 10th pick of the second round. So you can infer just how running back heavy that made the draft. And like I said, our strategy coming. And this is also part of having co-owners as well. You know, when you get into these high-stakes leagues, I, I want to do a bunch of these drafts, right? Like, I'd like to do five, six, right. seven high-stakes drafts. And, it, you know, it would be nice to be able to, you know, plunk down $15,000 and pay for all these drafts. But having co-owners obviously makes doing more drafts a little bit easier. So I, I drafted with two of my friends in the industry, Rich Rebar and Pat Thorman. We were we were on the, the call for this one, and both of those guys – Love Joe Mixon. Had I been drafting this one on my own, I maybe would have taken DeAndre Hopkins there. Maybe would have thought about it. Don't know if I could have pulled the trigger. But I have, I have no problem with the structure uh, of that at all. All right. Now, at wide receiver, no surprise on, on two of the first three guys. And then a shock, a flat-out shock for me looking at this. So you end up with CeeDee Lamb, who we know you're going to have on all your teams and I'm going to have on mine. Deontay Johnson, who we haven't talked about a ton, but, you know, that's fine. Jerry Judy, I know you've mentioned him a lot, too. Devonta Smith, how in the world did he show up on a Davis team? I have no idea. Mike Williams, Nicole Hardman, that was your pick. K.J. Hamler, that was your pick, too. And Donovan Peoples-Jones, I know, is someone that you think that could break out as well. So, I, I mean, I think your receivers are great, but this is more of the guy that I can't believe that you have than the guys that you ended up taking. Devonta Smith, who talked you into that one? Rich really likes Devonta Smith. Um, and look, you know, also part of being a good fantasy football player is practicing a little bit of humility. What What is something I talk about on the show a lot? I, I don't know anything. We're going to get to the end of the season and there are going to be guys who break out who I had no clue about. And, you know, I don't have a ton of exposure to Devonta Smith in these leagues. So getting him in one of these four or five big main event drafts I'm going to do is a nice little hedge. And we had missed out on a stack because we opted to pass on Dak Prescott. So that set us up to get the stack a little bit later with Jalen Hurts. But I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to have young, fast players on my team. So, you know, maybe maybe this will end up being the one team where Devonta Smith takes me to the promised land. And, and it could be. You never know. And that's true. We don't know. Uh, real quick, here are the tight ends, kickers, and defense. And then we'll go to break. Uh, Kelsey. Zerline, Denver Broncos. Those are Davis's guys. Obviously, we should focus a ton on Kelsey. So uh, what we'll do is we'll take a, a break here. We'll let Davis, we'll give Davis his say on uh, on Kelsey and, and the special team. And we'll be back with more sports. Today. Fantasy Sports Today, next. Sports Grid. 
BetOnlineGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. everyone and welcome back from break here on fantasy sports today on sports grid tv my name is davis maddock i will be rejoined by craig mishorley he's trying to figure out some technical difficulties you guys know you got you got craig he's he's great we love him but uh you know resolving the technical difficulties is not going to be his strong suit uh i need to remind everyone to follow at sports grid and at sports grid tv on twitter Look, we know you guys love us and we love you, but we can't expect you to sit in front of your television for 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 hours a day because that's how often we have programming. So you're out, you know, you're at the golf course, you're at the gym, you're taking the kids apple picking. It's getting to be about that season here in the Midwest. Definitely uh, seen some pumpkin patches sprout up. You're going to be able to stay in tune and on the grid with everything. All of our videos will be clipped highlights from this show and all of the other shows. So definitely give a follow to at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. We have uh, some to the tank or to the bank, but I did actually just want to recap the end of that main event draft. We we got ran into break there real quick because, of course, there's so much to talk about. But uh, we finished the draft by taking Greg Zerline as our kicker and the Denver Broncos as our defense. And every year in fantasy football, there is always a defense that has the best possible schedule to start the year. I I have never played fantasy football and had a season where there wasn't a defense that just got like the four easiest possible games to start the year. This year, it's the Broncos. Listen to this murderer's row. So first off, they go up against Daniel Jones and the Giants. Then they go up against the Jacksonville Jaguars and Urban Myers, uh, you know, whatever they're running over there. Then they go back home 
and they get the New York Jets. And even honestly, you might say you might it, it might seem like this matchup is bad, but they also get the Baltimore Ravens at home in week four. So you can pretty much start the Broncos for the first month of the season before you need to start thinking about dropping a defense. Of course, we took Travis Kelsey at tight end. That was a no-brainer in the one and a half PPR format. And my friends, we are rejoined by Craig Mish to do some to the tank or to the bank. All right, Davis, thanks, man. Got that all fixed up. Let's talk about this. There are players in your fantasy football league that you're going to take that are going to derail your fantasy football season. There are some that are going to absolutely help you win this league. So let's get into it here, and let's talk about the guy who won fantasy football leagues two years ago, and then he may have sent you back, honestly, last year a little bit, and that is Lamar Jackson, the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. Davis, you're taking Lamar Jackson. You're hoping for what? 3,000 passing yards, 1,000 rushing yards, 30 combined touchdowns if you can get it. Seems to be possible. Do you think that Lamar Jackson is taking you to the tank, or do you think at the end he is going to make that dough for you to the bank? I mean, you already know my answer. I love Lamar Jackson. I love Harbaugh. Uh, Now, the Rashad Bateman injury. Marquise Brown being injured in training camp, even Sammy Watkins being injured in camp, Tylen Wallace, the rookie wide receiver that they selected in the fourth round out of Oklahoma State. He's had a really quiet preseason. Uh, he, I think he played all four quarters, actually, of their preseason game the other night. Not, not ever a great sign when you have a guy playing that much in the preseason. But what was the big difference for Lamar Jackson between 2019 and 2020? He regressed as a passer. You know, uh, he really was the same as a rusher. Uh, In 2019, in 15 games, he ran for 1,200 yards and seven touchdowns. In 2020, he ran for 1,000 yards and seven touchdowns, also in 15 games. But he threw for 500 fewer passing yards and 36 fewer passing touchdowns. I think a lot of that can be explained by, look, this guy was thrown to Willie Sneed and Des Bryant. You know, And, and the league also has had some time to watch Lamar film and kind of figure out what he can do well and what he does poorly. I, I continue to think that the, the additions of Watkins, Bateman, and Wallace is going to make his job a little bit easier. So I'm, I'm going to the bank with Lamar. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know how many teams I'm going to have Lamar on this year. Um, but I'll say that if you want to make the money, I think that you do take him to the bank. I mean, look, this is the kind of guy that's going to win you a fantasy league. And the reality is, is that when you're getting basically a quarterback that runs as much as he does, you're going to win weeks. And even if Lamar Jackson in 2021 is not the top fantasy quarterback, by the way, even if he's not in the top five, he gets to a championship and he can win it for you. And that's a big, big part of fantasy. I mean, you can piece together quarterback for a while. You get Lamar Jackson in a championship. That's what's going to win for you. All right. I don't know that any other rookie wide receiver has taken more heat than Jamar Chase of the Cincinnati Bengals. Look, it has not been a great training camp for him. It has definitely not been a great preseason for Jamar Chase, but there's a ton of upside here. We know it's going to take some time for him to get acclimated back in the NFL. What do you think, Davis, Jamar Chase, to the tank or to the bank? Well, this is, uh, I mean, I think this is one of the most fascinating conversations in fantasy football. Uh, So before I give my answer, I just real quick have a question for you. If Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase's college teammate, only has 900 yards and five touchdowns last season instead of 1,407, where do you think Jamar Chase goes in drafts this year? Um, 
It's a good question. Uh, fourth round? Yeah, so so roughly roughly about the same. I, I actually kind of think that if Justin Jefferson had been a good rookie wide receiver, but not a great wide receiver, I think in the end he finished like wide receiver seven or something like that. I, I actually think that Jamar Chase would be like a round six pick. I think he'd be going next to Juju Smith-Schuster and Debo Samuel and, and actually where Devonta Smith is going. You know, Devonta Smith is also a first-round rookie wide receiver, and he's going in, you know, a, a kind of more sane range. What we are thinking with Jamar Chase is basically, well, he was better than Jefferson in college. You know, he he scored more touchdowns, caught more passes, gained more yards, had the the insane, like, what, he had five touchdowns in the college football playoff game. Like, he was incredible. And so we're basically saying he's going to a team that's going to pass more than the Vikings did. He was better than Jefferson. I, I though, he's really been dipping in ADP, and I've been aggressively buying that dip. Like, when I can get uh, Jamar Chase for the 60th overall pick in a fantasy draft, like, I, I'm just not even thinking. I, I'm just clicking that button. So I, I think he probably leads the Bengals in targets, and I like him. I like his upside relative to the guys he goes around. So I am, uh, I'm going to the bank also with Jamar Chase, two guys uh, that I'm going to the bank with here. Yeah, he is one that I probably won't end up drafting this season. Probably the old school person in me thinks that you have to play a little college football in two years before you play in the NFL. But uh, that's been proven wrong before, and, and it could happen again. All right, finally, let's move on to the running back position. And now we touch on perhaps the biggest wild card in all of fantasy football in 2021. Because Saquon Barkley last year was a league loser. (laughs) I mean, he was a guy that immediately proved that he was not going to help you in the 2020 season. Now, Davis, he is back again. His ADP is somewhere around 8 to 10. Of course, he goes a lot earlier in, in some other drafts as well. But uh, two games and, and, no, and basically nothing else. And you were essentially forced to play the waiver wire the entire season. So he's going to take you in one direction, the tank or the bank. Which way is it this year? I wish I knew. I wish I could definitively tell you one way or the other. Because you know what? Not only do you have the concerns about how healthy, is, about how healthy he is, I mean, the Giants are also going to be bad, right? Like, that's part of it, is, like, the Giants are not going to be a good offense. This is not going to be one of those situations where, oh, like, he's just going to roll out of bed and score 10 touchdowns. Like, it is it is going to be kind of uh, – it's going to be kind of a slog. I mean, if you go back and look at that 2018 Giants team when he really broke out with the 2,000 scrimmage yards and the 15 touchdowns, they were bad – but they were passable bad. Like, you know, there's a difference between Eli Manning, 7.5 yards per attempt bad, and Daniel Jones, 6.8 yards per attempt in 23 interceptions bad. Like, there's a marked difference in how those teams performed on offense. So I, I am structurally worried about the Giants just even having enough offense to get Barkley these insane numbers. Now, you know, the Panthers have been bad and they got McCaffrey, his numbers, and Barkley is super talented. So in all likelihood, if he plays 17 games, he's taking you to the bank. But there are going to be some weeks, right, the uh, the Barry Sanders syndrome that he has where he dances a lot mm-hmm. and looks for the big run. You know, they're going to show up in a week seven game against the Philadelphia Eagles or whatever, and Barkley's going to have 18 carries, 44 yards, six receptions for 30 yards and no touchdowns, and you're going to be like, well, that was miserable. That was not a fun experience to start him that week. But I just, I, I feel like I want to be a pessimist, but isn't it so clear that if Barkley is healthy, he's underpriced? Like if Barkley is healthy, 
he should be the second or third pick in fantasy. So I think when you adjust for that risk, I think I think it's a straight sweep for me today. I think I'm I'm to the bank with Lamar, I'm to the bank with Chase, and I am to the bank with Barkley. All right. Well, I I got two out of three. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on Chase going into the season, and uh, I'm I'm gonna pivot over to Devonta Smith. I'm gonna pivot over to Waddle, and and some others. I I, I think. But yeah, I mean, look, Barkley. Barkley to me is, you know, the, the, everyone uses the term league winner, but that's really what he is. And so is Lamar Jackson. I think that that's a risk that you have to take. All right, coming up next, we dive back into the FanDuel Sportsbook. And we're going to take a look at quarterbacks today. And we're going to take a look at quarterbacks not throwing because we've done that already. You can go back and watch all of our shows on YouTube on demand. We're looking at rushing yards for starting quarterbacks in the NFL. So it should be no surprise. We'll touch on Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen. A little bit later in the show, Joe Pizapia joins us. We'll talk about some of the things that are happening in fantasy and react to them, specifically the Denver Broncos quarterbacking situation. We'll also talk about what Trevor Lawrence brings to the table in 2021. So make sure you stay with us and stay on the grid as we have plenty more to come. Also on tomorrow's show, Antoine Staley will join us covering the Carolina Panthers. He'll be at the game on Friday night. Tell us what to expect there. So we'll be right back in just two minutes right here on FST. Stay on the grid. And, of course, follow us on Twitter, at SportsGrid and at SportsGridTV. As we return in two minutes here on Fantasy Sports. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great, 
Welcome back to Fantasy Sports. Today, this is like Davis's favorite topic to talk about. It's the running quarterback, which we're going to dive into the odds over on FanDuel today. Davis, like, what is a quarterback anymore if he doesn't rush for 500 yards in the NFL? Like, I hate to do this, but back in my day, it was Randall Cunningham, you know? And then it was Steve Young, I want to say. It was Steve Young, I think, after that. And then Michael Vick came along. And it was like, if you don't run in the NFL, like, who are you anymore? And I understand out of 32 teams, there's going to be 10 quarterbacks that don't run at all. But it's like every every team has a running quarterback, more or less. And if and if not, they better be Peyton Manning. That's basically it. Yeah, look, if you don't run, I don't want you, right? I, I mean, the, the simplest way you can explain it is that even in leagues that award six points for passing touchdowns, which is not even the standard, most, most leagues award four points for a passing touchdown – 400 rushing yards is worth six and a half passing touchdowns, like which is like basically three games of passing for a really good quarterback. So the rushing yards are just easy. The, the rushing yards are, are the cheat code for fantasy football. I, I said this to someone the other day. I said Tim Tebow completed 48% of his passes as a quarterback for the Denver Broncos and averaged 19 and a half fantasy points per game because he was such a good runner. And that's all that's all you it's all you got to do. All right, so we'll see who rushes for 1,000 this year. Lamar Jackson, of course, is probably the only one with a shot at it. But let's talk about the 500-600 range and start off with Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals. And his total on FanDuel right now, Davis, is 624.5. And by the way, every single one of these props that you find on FanDuel, the juice is minus 112 to win 100. What does that mean for you novices? You're risking $112 to win 100, regardless if you go over under. So what do you think, Davis? 624 and a half. Looked like he was well on pace to doing this last year. And I, I know things didn't go as well as he would have wanted to down the stretch. What do you think happens this year? I think this one is super close, right? 624 is basically them, you know, kind of extending what he did last season without the shoulder injury. And, you know, they've already kind of talked a, a little bit this offseason. They've been like, oh, well, you know, we want to we want to protect him. We want to think about uh, like basically, you know, we want to think about keeping him healthy. We want to make sure that he you know, continues to develop. I actually have him projected under this, but I, I'm looking at my underlying projection and I'm not sure it's right. I actually think some of the inputs I have in there might be um, a little bit wrong. So I, I'm going to go over, I, I think in 17 healthy games, he gets over this so easy because what's like, what's the, what's the thing you see with him? It's like, he's just gone, right? It's like, it's like, he gets around that edge. He beats that linebacker and no, no one's catching him. Right. And, and I, I think that is like, not as true for guys like Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts. We're like, they're good and they're fast, but Kyler and Lamar are like capital F fast. Yeah, the other thing, too, is that, I mean, for me, the factors are as follows. First of all, if he misses a game or two with an injury, he's going under. That That's the one thing that, that I will say. And, and he hasn't missed time, but he has been hurt. The other part of this that I kind of like a little is, Davis, I think that if Arizona goes sideways a little bit, I think he may go way over this number. Like, I think that if things get out of hand and they stink and the 49ers are really good and Seattle is really good and the Rams are really good, I think that he just may say, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to do what I got to do to get my numbers at the end of the season. So I kind of like that as well. Now, I know how you feel about our next one. This is Lamar Jackson, who we just talked about. So let's do it again. His total on FanDuel is 900. And and clearly, this is a very attainable number. All it comes down to is basically the way that the 
Baltimore Ravens decide to utilize Lamar Jackson this season. Of course, we know last year was pretty simple. Is it just as simple as just doubling down on last season? I mean, I think that it's as simple as doubling down on, you know, just the just what Lamar has done in his career forever. Like, this is what Lamar did at Louisville. This is what Lamar has done in the NFL. I mean, I, I actually feel like this line, I feel like they're giving you a game. Doesn't it feel like they're giving you a game of him sitting out or missing one with being injured? Because in seven games as a rookie, he ran for 695 yards. In 15 games in 2019, he ran for 1,200. Last year, uh, he ran for 1,000. He's led the NFL in yards per carry both years of his career. I mean, I, I this is getting close. Like, 900 is close where, you know, if, they, if they're blowing some teams out, if he misses a game, if he gets banged up and they try and run him a little bit less. But, I mean, imagine taking your hard-earned money. You work hard for that money. You have U.S. dollars in your bank account, and you say, you know what? I'm going to bet that Lamar doesn't hit those rushing yards. Like, that doesn't even sound like a fun bet. That sounds like something that would be miserable and no fun to do. So I, I, I have Lamar projected over this, and I am, uh, I am taking the over for Lamar uh, pretty comfortably, I think. All right. Now, this next one, I don't know if we'll agree on this one here, because I'm, I'm with you on Lamar, too. I like Jalen Hurts a lot, as you know, and uh, my sports cards will prove that. But this number feels high, man. 625 rushing yards for Jalen Hurts? Like, he's a good runner. But but isn't but isn't he more of like a plus Russell Wilson rusher as opposed to a Kyler Murray rusher? From what I remember of him in, in college, maybe I'll be completely wrong here. And then the other part of this, Davis, is that this is not something we want. But let's be honest. Two or three bad games in a row... We've seen this happen in the NFL. We saw it happen to Tua last year. Maybe they pull him for a game or two and play somebody else. Like, what happens if Philly is just not good? I mean, I don't think so, but let's just say they only win four. What's to stop them from saying, you know what? Let's pull a Daniel Jones. Let's pull a Sam Darnold. Let's put the backup in for a couple games, have him watch from the sideline. I like the under here, Davis. I'm sorry. Under 625 and a half. No, I, I like the under two. I actually have him projected underneath this even over the course of 17 games. Like, I'm not projecting him to miss any time, but he might. You know, he could take a shot. They could trade for Deshaun Watson. They could just outright, you know, they could just outright bench him because they don't think that he's playing well. I, I don't think that will happen, but it certainly could. You are you are right about his rushing style. If I was If I was to, like, define the type of rushing style that he has, I would say he is more like a power rusher, like kind of more like Josh Allen or Cam Newton than he is like Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Those guys are like explosive, electric, open field runners. Hertz is more of like a, let's run a quarterback power for him. Like let's run the quarterback sweep. Let's get, let's allow him to, to break the tackle. Let's let him put the shoulder in to a cornerback or to a safety. And so that's going to limit his yards per carry. Like Lamar's yards per carry, the year he won MVP was 6.9. I would imagine Jalen Hurts' yards per carry is going to be more like five and a half or something like that. Um, and, and so I just, I think that there's a lot of ways for this to hit under and really the only way I see it hitting over is they keep him healthy for 17 games. They don't do Deshaun Watson, and he actually is better than we expected as a rusher. Yeah, it, it does. It, it feels a little optimistic. I don't think that he and Murray should be in that same conversation. Um, 
you know, statistically wise for this. So, and I like the player a lot too. Make no mistake about it. But I feel like the number is like five hundred for me. I feel like this is this is a bit too much. Uh, okay, now finally, Josh Allen. So it's funny. I did this exercise with Howard Bender over at uh, Wager Alarm. I did this Josh Allen prop. I saw it again over uh, on FanDuel Davis, and uh, and I went under on this because I basically just went through the the data of the last three years, and he's just run less, less, and less. I'm like, okay, so. Why am I going to go against a trend? And and I know that the number looks shockingly low, Davis, but I, I've been through these rodeos before. Like, if the number looks low, just don't automatically dismiss it. Maybe we'll feel differently about this one, too. But, um, you know, I, I, the data pointed that they're just basically running him less every year and having him throw more. And so I went under again. I have this one as an under as well, because I think as an organization, what they have done is they have said, like, let's run four wide receivers, let's have a running back in there, spread them out, let Josh Allen use his legs, but not use his legs in a way that gets him sacked or tackled, but, like, let's let him roll out, let's let him create some space, you know, evade some defensive ends, and then sling the ball around the park. And that is what the Bills were super successful at last year. I mean, Josh Allen threw for 4,500 yards and 37 touchdowns. Like he was very effective. And that was with them switch. Like, you know, Josh Allen had what could have been an MVP season if he didn't play in the league with Patrick Mahomes. And if Aaron Rodgers would not have had that insane year, he would have gotten some poor, poor, all these poor quarterbacks, by the way, I feel so bad for your Kylers and your like, it's just like, what do you, you're never going to be better than Mahomes, really. They might, they might give MVPs to other guys than Mahomes, but the, you know, like he's just going to, he's going to win five MVPs in his career. And there's just not going to be anything that these guys can do about it. But I'm with you. I have him projected right here. Uh, I've been projected for 461, but you know, basically what do we always say when it's close, take the under games, miss, they sit in week 18, et cetera, et cetera. You always, you, if it's close at all in an NFL prop bet over the course of a, of a 17 game season, you take the under because the under is always going to be the more favorable side because of injury. Yeah. I and mean, it's no fun to bet unders, but it makes money. I mean, that's just, you know, these are all set with a lean on the over because people don't like betting uh, overs, but that, that's, that's not the way to view this. Out of curiosity, pull up your uh, rankings and your projections here at Daily Roto. Do you have any quarterback that we have not mentioned above Josh Allen's rushing yards in 2021? Let me say that again. Do you have any quarterback projected for more than 475 rushing yards that we have not talked about here in the segment? Uh, no, I have Russell Wilson very close. I have Russell Wilson for 357. Uh, I have Daniel Jones for 353 and Dak Prescott for 351. Uh, and and that's it. I would have Lance and Field if I had a 17-game projection on Lance and Fields. Right. I would have them close. But uh, but because I, I only have those guys projected for a handful of games, they're they're not there. Do you think Lawrence could get 400? Yeah, that's actually the thing that people kind of forget about Trevor Lawrence is uh, he can scoot. Remember, he uh, he had a really good uh, he had a really good rushing touchdown in the college football playoff, I think, in 2019. I think he had like a 55 mm-hmm. yard rushing touchdown. Uh, I don't I, I do not remember exactly who they were playing against. But yeah, I mean, he ran for 18 touchdowns. And 943 yards on 231 attempts at Clemson. Now, keep in mind that that's college rushing. So every time he got sacked, that you know that takes off 10 yards or whatever. Right. Um. So so you got to take that with a grain of salt. Like, 
yeah, Lawrence, I actually think is probably about as good of a scrambler or rusher as someone like Russell Wilson. And I, I feel like people are kind of forgetting that, you know, they're drafting Lance and Fields so high being like, Oh, these guys are going to run the air out of the ball. Well, Lawrence can run too. They haven't done it in the preseason, but uh, you really wouldn't expect him to be scooting around too much in the preseason. Yeah, he did a little in the last game, and I was surprised at that. And and what and what are the numbers that require? First of all, he's playing seventeen games, I think. I mean, unless an injury, obviously. And then, I mean, you're to get to Josh Allen's numbers of four seventy five, thirty yards a game, right? Like, I mean seems really reasonable to me that that is the case. Got to call John Shearer and see if he can give us a line on uh, on Trevor Lawrence's rushing yards in, in 2021. All right, we will come back and wrap up this first hour of our show, a little soccer in the discussion, some interesting, after Messi ended up being on the move, we've got a couple of other big names on the move maybe as well, so stay tuned for that. We've got top of the hour Sports update with Chris Kofsky, and of course, we got you here until 2 o'clock Eastern. Now, David and I will be back here tomorrow as we preview the final week of the NFL preseason here in 2021. A handful of games on Friday night, so we'll preview those. Uh, also on our show tomorrow, Jim Sanis will join us, Pat Corain will join us, and Antoine Staley covering the Carolina Panthers gives us a preview on their season and also their season win total of 7.5. So if you stay with us, that's what you get on tomorrow's show. Stay on the grid. We'll be back in just two minutes to wrap up this hour right here on Sports Grid on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great, great.
Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Well, I mean, I thought that the NBA and free agency would dominate our show and our timeline on social media. Usually it does with free agency. It's kind of been a quiet year, Davis, but it has not for football or soccer. My gosh, first Messi is gone. Now maybe Ronaldo is gone. What in the world's going on with soccer these days? Well, you know, really, it's the coronavirus. Uh, you know, COVID-19 has had huge implications on what goes on with the, the richest and most powerful teams in the world because it's limited the ability to bring fans in. It's limited marketing opportunities. I mean, these teams have been able to go on these huge tours where they come over to the States and they go to Australia and they sell all these tickets. And it was kind of a house of cards to begin with. And financially, like the contracts given out in European soccer, I mean, they would laugh at what Patrick Mahomes makes. Like, like Lionel Messi would look at Patrick Mahomes' contract and like ask him if he needs him to buy him dinner. You know, like the the amount of money these guys make it it's really insane. So, if you have a year where you miss revenue expectations by five hundred, you know, uh, half a billion dollars, that's going to be a huge problem when you owe Ronaldo or Messi, you know, a quarter of a billion dollars. It's, it's not a spot you'd want to be in as an organization. And there are five teams that exist in world soccer that are owned by basically Saudi Arabian oil princes. So it literally doesn't matter. There's not an amount of money that these teams can't spend. And it's, it's kind of sad. It's like, it's like the, it's honestly, it's like the Yankees. It's like the Yankees taking all the good players from the Royals is because they're the only teams uh, that can afford it. But yeah, that's, that is very, I think very likely to happen with Ronaldo. And that's what happened with Messi. Mm, crazy to think that the best players in the world could be moving on. And that could be the case. All right. We got Chris coming up with the update here on sports grid at the top of the hour. And we have plenty more coming up on this hour of the show. We're going to talk to Joe Pizapia. We'll have plenty more fantasy sports talk. Those of you who are getting ready for your fantasy football drafts this weekend, make sure you go over to Daily Roto. Check out Davis's selections for the season. He can help you out. Live rankings constantly being chained. Injuries, everything you could ask for. He's got it. We'll be back for hour two in two minutes. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. 